Hey and welcome to the Pursuit of Healthiness podcast. I'm your host, Rinanda Van Delft. I'm a health and mindset coach, spaghetti and ice cream lover, travel junk and a cat mom. I love conversations that are on a more and deeper level. And today's guest is Gretchen. Gretchen was born on the beautiful island of the Dominican Republic and raised in the United States. She currently lives with her family in South Australia where she runs her online and offline habit change coaching business. She has experienced change in so many different areas of her life and she knows what it is like to struggle with postpartum changes and how to adjust to a new happy normal. As a habit change health coach, her goal is to simplify your health journey so that you can experience health through lifestyle changes without feeling overwhelmed and discouraged. In today's episode, we're going to talk about on how to find your way back after motherhood. So welcome Gretchen to my podcast. How is everything today? Everything's good. It's the end of my day today. So it's actually 8.30 p.m. for me. Ah, okay. Wow. Well, it's morning. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so tell us a little I've bit. What you do. Yeah. Um, what I do. So I am the founder of Wellness by Gretchen. And I do one-to-one health coaching at the moment. Um, uh, my main focus is mainly new moms, but I have coached um, different people in different stages. I am, like I said, I am a new mom. My little guy is about to be two. So he's not such a new mom anymore. (laughs) And I'm a wife. Like, yeah, my my husband is Australian. Yeah. That's why I am here in Australia. And what else? um, What else do I? I'm originally from the Dominican Republic in the Caribbean, moved to America. And now I live in Australia. Wow, that's a, that's a big journey. Yes, yes. Yeah. Do you so, like it in Australia? Or? I love it. I love it here. I think the culture in Australia is a lot more laid back than the rush of the American mentality yeah. um, <laughs> in culture. So, in yeah, it, it aligns with who I am. I'm quite chill and easy going so I, I'm enjoying living here so I've been here for about five years oh, that's amazing so so you you're telling that you are coaching people one-on-one so what do you coach them with are you coaching new moms and what exactly do you teach and coach yes so my main focus is trying to um when it comes to a healthy lifestyle I am teaching not so much diet or or coaching in a diet mentality, but I'm trying to move away from that. Um, My my clients at the moment, they've tried several different diets. They do it. It goes well. But once once it gets hard or once the holidays come along or once um, life gets challenging, oh, the diet, the diet goes goes out the window and they go back to their old ways. So in my coaching, I go through different habits that we can implement so that it becomes, the diet mentality now becomes, this is my lifestyle. There's more balance. There's more space for when things get difficult in life, when, you know, the holidays, what do you do then? Uh, trying to stay away from 
restriction and you can't have that. That's not good for you. This food is not good for you. More so finding the balance between the two. Yeah, I love that. Balance is really important. Like we cannot eat healthy 100% of the time and we just need to deal with it mentally that, you know, we can have a pizza from time to time, but not just every day. Like I, I, when I think about it, I'm like, of course I was heavily overweight because I have pizza as snack, not as a meal, but as a snack, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> yeah. it was really, yeah. really bad. But that this, I mean, if you just have a pizza from time to time as a meal, there is no problem with that. It's all about balance. And one of my sessions that I recently did with um, a couple that I have as a client, um, I said to them, they were talking to me about how they had Chinese food over over the break and how the lady said, oh, I I feel like I fell off the wagon. And I I let her speak a little bit about it. And then I went back to the question. I said, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? And that's when she told me, oh, we had Chinese food. And I said, the more I asked her at the end of the conversation, I said, do you feel guilty about having Chinese food? Were you conscious that you were, okay, maybe this is not the best choice for me at the moment, but I'm going to still have it in making that conscious decision. And she said, no, yeah, I had it. And I knew that the next day I was going to continue on eating well. I'm like, excellent, because you don't want to be eating um, food and feeling guilty, having that guilt, this food is bad for me, because that's not healthy either. Wow. Okay, because exactly. you're going to, you're going, you know, um, food is not good or bad. It's just, it does different things to our body. If we have too much of it, it will reflect. Yeah, exactly. But it's the same with, with eating healthy too much. I mean, you can overdo that too. So, yeah, yeah even... But talking about guilt around food is, you know, when you feel guilty, your stress, your stress levels go up as well. And your body responds really bad to that. And you, you, you really hold on to fat actually at that point when you are in a high, um, in a state of high stress level. So you, you need to avoid that at all costs. Yeah. <laughs> just, just enjoy and you it. Start, just enjoy it. And you start seeing food as, this thing that you have to, I have to eat, I have to eat good so that I'm, you know, I reach my weight goal or so I can do this, so I can do that. Not seeing food as fuel and as medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, yeah, and that's part of my job to make sure that when we're seeing food, Chinese food, if you have it every single day, <laughs> not that I, that it's specifically that one, but I'm saying any other type of food, fast food, you know, having a Coke or whatever it is, if you have it every single day, like we said, obviously it's going to do something great. It's going to reflect in your body and how you feel and your energy level and so on. But if you're having health, a salad every single day and sticking to that, that's going to become a very unhealthy mentality. Yeah. This salad or this dish is really healthy for me. Um, I'm going to, you become obsessive and it becomes like, a, you know, you start putting food in this pedestal yeah. where like your life fuel, starts to round, to round up. around it. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah. how did you manage to, to, um, eat healthy again after you got your baby because from the stories that I've heard a lot of pregnant women go crazy (laughs) 
when they are pregnant and then they you know want to keep off the the baby weight and stuff like that right so this is where i guess um wellness by gretchen came about because i had a very strong foundation of my lifestyle prior to becoming a mom um and i'll rewind back 15 years 15 10 years Gretchen used to eat Burger King uh, we call it in America three times a day okay I would go to college and food in my in my campus was too expensive for so I opted out to just still go to school but I will eat outside of school so fast food was my eat like that's what I ate every every single day for three all three meals and physically you will look at Gretchen and Gretchen will look I was very I was always been slim but my skin was absolutely horrendous Uh, my energy level was non-existent I could sleep all day every day okay that was that was my life sleep I didn't have energy um a few years later, my dad introduced me to the gym, uh, CrossFit. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to get into that stuff. But sure enough, I did and loved it. And I found a type of movement that I actually enjoyed. And I, and I stuck to it because I was enjoying it. But I was still lacking the energy. Okay, it was a struggle for me to get there. He will push me, all right, let's go, six o'clock in the morning, let's go. And I will go because I did enjoy it, but I didn't have the energy. So then my dad said, how about let's change your eating style? Because I will go food shopping once a month. And imagine what what kind of food you will be buying if you went shopping once a month. Yeah. Canned food, boxed, just not the best stuff, right? I changed my eating style. I started with the paleo lifestyle and I still implement it here and there. Uh, I do enjoy the philosophy behind it. And that was my foundation CrossFit in the paleo lifestyle for a few years. And, and this is where now I think my mentality behind food and all these different diets and way of eating is healthier because when I was doing this paleo lifestyle, I was very obsessive obsessive about it. Yeah. I, if I wanted to go out to a restaurant, I would call Prime and say, "What kind? What kind of oils are you using?" Um, you know, I will ask all these questions to make sure that it was paleo. Yeah, and if it wasn't, I will be like, "Oh, can we go somewhere else?" And it just becomes socially, it become it became very difficult for me to go out with friends, even with my boyfriend at the time, which was my husband now. It was, I was obsessed with, if it's not paleo, I'm not eating it because it's going to be bad for me. Yeah. Um, throughout my journey, I just, I learned what my body reacted to. Dairy is no good for me. Um, I know that um, bits and pieces, processed food and sugars, they don't, agree with me my skin starts to not be the best my energy goes down so throughout that journey I learned what works and what doesn't all in balance okay in moderation yeah when I became when I the year 
the year and a half prior I became pregnant, I need, I said to my husband, I want to be at my best physically and mentally before I become a mom. So I was at the top of my fitness. I was eating quite well. Um, mentally, I was ready to become a mom. And in my pregnancy, not to boast or anything, but my pregnancy was, was beautiful. There was no complications. There was um, nothing, like no morning sickness. I was able to um, I was able to exercise up to 35 weeks, 37 weeks. I gave birth at 39 weeks. I was quite active. My challenge <laughs> happened after baby came. And, and I think because I had a good foundation and I had good support from my husband, the journey um, was a bit easier, less challenging because it was still challenging, but easier. I, I didn't, I was really struggling with how do I look after myself when I'm now looking after this tiny little person, yeah. this tiny little person that needs me 24 seven. Okay. He needs me literally 24 seven, the middle of the night, waking up several times during the middle of the night, the lack of sleep, uh, forgetting to eat because I was too tired. So it was either, do you eat? Or do you take a nap? Yeah. Do you take a nap or do you clean, help clean the house? Do you, do you go for a walk or do you t- get some rest? So I was, really bad, I was really trying to find that balance. Okay, I am a mom, but I still need to look after myself. But how do I do that? Okay, how do I do it when he requires all my attention? Yeah, yeah and not just that, I bet your partner requires attention as well. So yes. you're juggling that. And I don't know if you were working at that time, yes or no, but there's so many things that you have to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how do I, you know, good mom, good wife, and still be good for to myself? How, how do I do that? And it was actually my husband one night when I was just literally eating my dinner and I started crying for no reason guilt came over me, um, you know, happy, healthy baby, great family supporting me, but I was still like, like what's going on? How I was feeling like I wasn't being thankful for what was happening um, because I still felt like something was missing. I was looking after everyone else but me. Yeah. But I didn't know, I didn't know how to juggle it all. And that's how Wellness by Gretchen came about. My husband said, well, I want you to, you know, focus, start a hobby. You know, how are you going to start your journey back into um, being a better version of yourself? So I gave myself, I gave myself time, I guess, and I put aside any expectations of, oh, you need to... Gretchen, you were going to the gym six times a week before. In my mentality after baby, oh, I'm going to still go six <laughs> times a week uh, as a new mom. So that needed to change. Um, I couldn't sleep, you know, having a newborn, there's no way that you're going to sleep your full time, your full night. So that mentality of 
if I have a good night's sleep, then I will wake up in the morning to go to the gym. Because if that was my mentality, I will never wake up in the morning to go to the gym <laughs> to, put in, to put in some, you know, move my body. Yeah. So I had to have a mind shift of not all can be done, but some can be done. So instead of going six times, maybe one week you can go two times, three times and see how it goes. Yeah. Um, if you don't get five hours to sleep and you're super tired, then maybe don't go. Listen to your body. So that's how it started. And I opened up my Instagram account to show people my progress. I wrote down six weeks worth of little habits that I was going to implement. And week one was just literally drinking water and walking i think it was like two times a week yeah and week three and week two sorry i will increase it to something else and then i slowly started adding and and i think my biggest mentality shift was saying to myself being tired was no longer an excuse because he's going to be little for a very long time. My husband's going to need me. I'm going to be a wife and a mom for a very long time. So you saying I am tired wasn't going to be an excuse for looking after myself. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and I think it's yeah. good that you wrote down little things you would do each week. Because otherwise you're just too overwhelmed with everything that you need to do. Like I need to walk for an hour a day. I need to eat healthy and I need to work out and... So I think the best way to do a mind shift, mindset shift like that or just becoming healthier is take one thing for a whole week one and then add another one the next week and then slowly do the things that you want to do again. I mean, it's it's not yeah. a race, right? It's, it's not a quick fix. We are trying to be healthy for the rest of our lives, to be a good mom and a good wife for years to come, not just for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Exactly. And, you know, and the more I became, the more the balance started to happen, I had more energy. I was in a better mood towards my husband. <laughs> he can really testify to that one. Um, and, and it just thinks at first waking up um, and I had to realize that waking up I currently wake up at 4.45 in the morning to go to the gym. And I, most of the time, I just do it. It's part of who I am and it's part of what I do. But some days I'm, I'm tired and I'm just like, no, I'm going, I'm going to stay and I'm going to sleep. And when I wake up, my biggest why is I wake up, I feel good. I get my hot coffee that I get to drink actually hot. Um, and then I am such a better mom and then I'm such a better wife because I am a better mental state. Yeah. He, you know, they are my why. They're my, the reason why, yes, I am looking after myself and, um, and I'm doing it for me, but it's really so that I, I'm filling up my cup so I can give to them. Yeah. So, and now so that I can give to my, to my clients, because I think, when I speak to like 
couples or when I speak to new moms, I've been there. I know, I know what it feels to be like so tired that you can barely get out of bed. I know what it is to randomly cry and have no idea why you're crying. And I know what it is like to have a goal that you want to achieve and feel like you're so far away because nothing's working. Yeah. Yeah, so your advice for new moms is to just take it slowly, one step at a time and think about yourself. One, yeah, and being um, and self-care, especially when you become a mom, self-care can look like as you are being selfish. Be careful with that one, okay? Don't let anyone tell you that you taking an hour away from your family is selfish. Yeah. Self-care, if anything, when you are a mom, is needed yeah. at the most. Yeah, but like peak. you said before, like you have to fill up your own cup and then you can be a better mom and a better wife, better friend. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and especially being a new mom, you feel, you feel guilty for leaving your baby behind. Oh, they're going to need me. They're going to need this. And, and they do. But if you never leave to look after yourself, how are you going to give them the best of you? Yeah, exactly. So how was the relationship with your partner after that? After that? Um, after having a baby. It was a bit rocky. There's a lot of, you need. we need to communicate. We need to communicate. And we still do because for my and I'm not sure if it's the same for everyone else but you know moms go through all these changes and we're getting ready for nine months we're physically getting ready for to become a mom all these changes are happening so we are quite aware that something's going to happen for dads to be they're seeing the changes they're not so much experiencing the changes yeah. and they go from being from being two and being, I guess, the center of attention, if you can say, um, to no longer being that, okay? Um, and there might be a bit of jealousy and not, and not, and I'm using that word very loosely, but um, jealousy in the sense of, I'm not getting the same time from my wife, from my partner, like I was before, okay? Um, these one day is two and, and another day is three and sometimes four if you have twins. So for my part, for my husband and I, we really needed to like set time. Like, okay, it's just two of you, two of us. After bedtime, we're going to watch a movie or we're going to actually sit down and have dinner, no matter what time it was and communicate. This is what I need. Not expect for the other person to figure out what in, what's needed yeah yeah you know, because you both I, have I different don't. needs yeah yeah and and we speak a lot about um I don't know if you heard if you read the book um I've loved like this yes yeah yes <laughs> yes I know uh, that word yeah yeah so we speak about what it is when he wants what does love look like and feels like to him because it might not be the same for me yeah um you know, my love language is um, doing like, what is it? Act of service. Act of service. Yeah. Yeah. And so 
and he and for him is um what is it called quality Affection. time say that uh, again um quality time or physical touch quality, yeah. personal touch yeah I'm yeah like he needs to be around me and my attention for me giving him my attention and because I was giving all my attention to the little guy he yeah he felt like I'm the third wheel yeah oh. <laughs> the third wheel um so this yeah so there's a lot of tweaking in in a relationship when a child comes and my biggest advice to any parents to be is to talk prior becoming parents um to not so much have a plan but have a rough idea of how things are going to be like you know um yeah. we're, we're prior to having Zane we were very used to, to going to bed to bed at the same time okay going to bed at the same time waking up at the same time that was impossible when he was very little so yeah. that needed that needed to and same time with same with dinner we used to sit down and have dinner when Zane was very little dinner happened very all over the place um so little things like that and you need to be aware that it's it's just a face it's not going to be like that forever yeah yeah i think a communication is is good for any relationship anyway but i think in in that state in when you become parents it's crucial like you said you have different yes. needs and you uh you tend to forget about the other person <laughs> Because, you know, there is another person you have to look out for. Yeah. Another, yeah, another little person that you're so madly in love. <laughs> and you just like, you just want to give them your all. And yeah, you still have your, your partner. I, um, I was reading, I was listening to a recording from my pastor um, way back in the days. And he mentioned the order of things, how it should be. Um, and he said, priority is your, your marriage, okay? Even when after kids come, priority is your marriage because eventually your kids are, kids are gonna leave and they're going to start yeah. their own family. But if you put kids first and then your marriage, when they leave, you're really not gonna have a very stable relationship. So marriage first, um, kids, jobs and everything else yeah yeah i think it's a good one because you see a lot of people when when the kids leave the house then it's them again it's it's the two of them again and i I, you see that often those people get a divorce because they are not used to being together anymore and basically they've lived years apart really uh instead of growing together and then you are just your relationship just you and not many people well some people can but a lot of relationships don't know that person anymore because you've been doing your yeah, own thing for yeah. years so I think it's a yeah, that's, exactly. that's yeah good that you mentioned that that you have to put your relationship first and it's not selfish I mean we, no. we go back to filling up your own cup again because when you are, as, as a couple are not strong enough or not communicating and not feeling 100% as a couple and as an individual you cannot be the best parent and you are an exactly. example for your children so when you have a good mm. relationship your children are likely to have good relationships as well like 
you know, if you're if the dad treats the mom right, then or the other way around, then they know what to expect from their partner as well in life. I think that is because children are just monkeys. They just do whatever you what you were doing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, completely, completely agree. And um, it's, a, it's a journey. It's definitely a learning one. Um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't change it. Yeah. My little guy just the other night just said. He's about to be two, and to me, it sounded like he said, "Mommy, I love you," wow. and I just started crying, oh, you know. And and now I just tell everyone, you know, he said, "Mommy, I love you." Um, <laughs> it's just the most beautiful, most beautiful thing to be a mom, but it is very challenging at times. It's very rewarding. Yeah, but you have to look after yourself in order to be the best for them yeah so what about the moms because i know a lot of uh, women who have had children don't feel confident again or don't feel sexy again because you know the you have a little bit of a stomach and they are just not feeling themselves again what will you say to them what what can they do what can they do i would yeah. say right you have to remember who you were prior being a mom so whatever made you filled you up go back to that that's still there you just have to make time for it so if I to mom it was dancing try to incorporate somehow okay um if it was going shopping whatever it was try to incorporate that and be because you're not just mom now you're still you you're not just this label of mom and all of a sudden who you were is in the trash so and I think that's where because we hear mom 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 all day yeah. I think we forget our, our identity as I'm Gretchen yes I am a mom to Zane but who is Gretchen okay Gretchen loves Nate, Gretchen loves to sleep, Gretchen loves to move her body by going and hiking, walking. Um, I absolutely love being by myself. And this was, this is Gretchen, okay? Yeah. Now Gretchen, that's the mom, loves going, walking with her child. She loves taking Zane out for little play dates and stuff. But when I start doing or when you st mom start doing what the child loves to do all the time, you don't do what you love to do. This is where we lose ourselves and we don't feel confident anymore. And we don't feel comfortable in our own skin. And we, because we kind of just put that person in a box somewhere, left behind, forgotten. Yeah. It goes, I think it's go, it goes back to, you're still you look after yourself yeah oh, so that's what that. i would say yeah i think i think a lot of parents in general like moms and dads have put that label on themselves like oh i'm a mom now i cannot do this or i'm a dad now uh, i have to stay home i cannot go out with friends anymore or i cannot travel because i have a kid i've heard that a lot of times and i'm like why would that stop you i mean you have to make some adjustments yeah. but You can still travel. You can still do whatever you want. Of course, I wouldn't take the baby to the bar, but <laughs> you know, you can still do it. 
Yeah, you can still you can still do. It takes a lot more effort, that's for sure. Um, and when it comes to, I'm not gonna lie, my life revolves around nap time. But prior to nap time, I take care of myself. I um, and and everything else revolves around nap time. But we still go out for dinners when we can. We still go out for lunches. We, you know, we plan to go hiking. We go to the beach all the time. Instead of us walking outside of, out of the house and going to the beach, now we bring half of the house with us yeah. and we go to the beach because we have a child. Um, if we want to go on a weekend trip, instead of just bringing a backpack with us and our things that we need, we bring half of the house because yeah. we have a child. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's just really modifying what you're doing and, and just doing it. Don't let you don't let kids be the excuse. Let them be your reason why. Yeah. Um, I love that. Why you, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and like you said, it takes an effort and you have to want to make an effort. Otherwise, it just doesn't work. It's all coming back to your why and wanting stuff bad enough. Otherwise, like you said, you're using your kids as an excuse or being tired as an excuse or things like yeah. that. Yeah, and yeah, and the, you know, you ha- you are going to have those days where you just don't want to do anything. But don't let those days be every day. Yeah. That's when. Just... Yeah. Is there one lesson that you want to share? Um, one lesson. Yeah. I think. For, for, if I'm speaking, if I were to say something to Gretchen when she first became a new mom, I would say to her to enjoy your baby for the first few months while you are adjusting um, put aside any expectations forget about what you see on social media everyone is in their own journey uh, forget about what people are telling you listen show them respect and listen but you do you and once you start feeling well then start your journey whatever that journey is if it's finding your way back to loving what you were doing before, going back to work, um, your health journey, whatever that is, just give yourself time because your body goes through a lot. We make life for nine, we create life in nine months and then all of a sudden we expect it to be back in once you get out of the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> so I will, yeah, I know for sure that if I were to have another child, I would just give myself more time. Yeah. Beautiful. Just, just relax. Enjoy it. Look after yourself when you're ready. Yeah. And if, if people want to hire you as a coach, because I, I assume that especially now with the pandemic, you can do it online as well. So you can do it from anywhere in the world. How can people contact yeah. you? Yep. So my website is wellnessbygretchen.com. Very easy. Um, so wellness by Gretchen, G-R-E-T-C-H-E-N.com. And there you will see all my services and you can book a time to chat with me. And my first 30, 45 minutes uh, consultation is complimentary. Okay. Cool. Well, yeah. thank you so much. Thank you so much for this conversation. 
Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you have any questions regarding to health or mindset, please don't hesitate to contact me. I will always answer you. And I'm basically everywhere. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. You can send me an email at info at pursuitofhealthiness.com. And I have a couple of challenges going on, free challenges on my website, www.pursuitofhealthiness.com. I also have a program called The Ultimate Lifestyle, where I coach you, where I guide you and support you to make the ultimate lifestyle change. If this sounds like you, then definitely check out my website and otherwise I will see you next episode.